Tord says this too, and if Tord says it, you should really, like, don't listen to me, listen to Tord. He's like, you know, you should always have the mindset that you can get better. And he's the best player in the world, I think, by uh, almost anyone would agree with me. And he's still like, you know, I can get better. I still make mistakes in my games. But he goes back and looks at them and fixes them. And he refines his deck lists. Um, he's willing to accept that maybe his, his deck was bad, his metagame prediction was bad. And you got to be just willing to accept that kind of thing. And that's how you get better. Yeah. Yo, what up guys? Welcome to Fade of Town, number one Pokemon podcast in the world. This is not our second attempt at this, I promise. Um, it's like our third attempt, dude. Alright, we're just... Why <laughs> you gotta call me out like that? Anyways, um, yeah, man. If you're first time watching, this is our one-on-one series. We're gonna... I'm gonna change the name to this. One-on-one series sounds stupid. Um, I don't know. Retro, ret, retrospect something. I don't know. I can't think of a good name right now. I was think, trying I think to think. One on one, sounds, one on one sounds fine to me. Oh, well, you ask, if you want my two cents about it. But you didn't fire me from the podcast. That's true. I, I did fire you. You don't really oh. value my opinion anymore. <laughs> exactly. Um, you can go, leave a comment down below on what you guys think that this uh, series should be called. But um, make sure you like, subscribe. Leave, leave a review on iTunes. Someone please leave me a review on iTunes. Right? I've been asking every week, hoping someone would do it. Still no one has. If you do it, I'll give you a dollar. Right? Um, like always, every week, if you leave a, a comment or a review on iTunes, you have a chance to get on the show. This week we had Busted Spicy Nuts. He left a comment and a like, and he said first. <laughs> So, that, it's not easy, dude. Even if your name is Busted Spicy Nuts, you get on the show, alright? This week, we got, um... I don't know how to introduce this guy. He quit Pokestats. He got fired from Fade Town. He told me he was a pro player, and then he memes the whole community. Um, yeah, disgraced former Pokestats Kingpin. Now, uh, now just... Uh, I would never say Kingpin, because at some point... Um, people thought, didn't even think you were the owner, so. Yeah, everyone gonna... thought it was Luke. <laughs> yeah, so, so, Kingpin's a stretch. Alright, now you're on, um, Undaunted, you have some type of team going. Um, <laughs> some type of something. You, you're still in school, right? You didn't get I fired from school? I still in school. Alright. I have not yet gotten fired from school. Not yet? Got one or... year plus, one year plus one semester left, so. That's not too still bad. Still finding that, yeah. But. Co- how are you liking the COVID school? Is it? Is it? Are you still uh, going to class, I mean, or are you chilling? Yeah, no. So we've been lucky enough because I go to Suwanee in Tennessee. Um, it's pretty remote, so we kind of just have our own like bubble, pretty much. So we're doing in-person classes for the most part. It was like a little bit on Zoom last semester. Um, I had the the kind of thing where you go like half the class goes on Zoom one day and goes in person the other day, and they like flip flop. But okay. it is what it is. Like at All least right. I get to have labs in person and shit. So that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um. Let's, uh, let's dive into why you quit PokerStats. Let's start there, because I think well, everyone I knows... So... No, no, no. I don't want to hear that. Anyways, <laughs> everyone knows you as the stat guy for, I don't know, the last four years or something. And then you yeah. make this big post about how you're giving it over to cash. And you didn't give it to me, which is <laughs> insane. I don't know how that ended happen, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what PokeStats would do without you showing up in the group chat, like, once every five weeks, whenever there's, Correct. like, drama. This... Either there's a new there's a new set release on PokeBeach, or there's community drama, and then you jump in the chat. Correct, correct, <laughs> correct. I mean, isn't that, uh, what, isn't that what Leader does at this point? You know, I work in yeah, the shadows at this point, you know. That's but... more or less what the chat is at this point. But, it's just it's just it's just Bart sending memes to the chat now. Yeah, there was there was some drama in the chat lately, but we could kind of I don't know I don't know why because I'm really not in the chat. I just showed up and that it was there. So we'll uh, yeah leave it at that. But, uh... <laughs> I blame you. I blame you and your stupid memes for that. But um... sounds sounds about right. But yeah, um, I, I didn't I didn't technically quit. I stepped down as the CEO, leader, president, whatever you want to call it. I gave it over to Cash because um, Cash has been doing the majority of the work on the site for like several months now at this point. He's been kind of running all the data pages, all the day-to-day stuff. 
Um, so I just wanted to have more of a backseat role and be more of like a consultant because I still want to be involved. Um, you know, I still want to get the clout for it. <laughs> but, no clout. You're not getting it anymore. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, no, I still, I still wanted to be involved with the whole thing, but I just didn't have, you know, with school and everything, um, the time to keep it like going and still have it be like all the content that I wanted at the level I wanted. Um, whereas cash has a lot more time and just dedication to do that at this point. Um, so I just gave it over to him because I thought he'd do a better job with it. And I said, you know, I'm just going to be like, you know, advisory role with Pokestats now. And I want to focus more on Undaunted, um, the content creation over there. Because it's not something that's, you know, every day. It can be a little bit more sporadic, but still, like, really high-quality stuff that we want to put out. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it be periodic articles, YouTube videos, that kind of content. Um, and then also just, you know, I've been grinding a lot of online events, too, because I really want to kind of improve myself as a player. I mean, I think I'm at the point where I'm a, I'm a pretty solid player, but I'm certainly not what you would say, like, a great player or anything. And I want to get to that point. So I think just stepping back from stats and kind of taking... You know, I only have so much time I can spend on Pokemon, and I want to be spending more of that time actually playing in events and uh, just like practicing as a player. Maybe streaming more too is something I've been looking at doing. That's a lot. So no. You're not going to stream. <laughs> I know you take, but I yeah. stream. I did stream. I streamed the other night. I streamed one of my tournaments. It's pretty fun, honestly. No. Or okay. I streamed. No, I streamed the Gauntlet. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you did. I came in there. I came in there and I looked at it and i turned it off at me you turned it off <laughs> turned it off at me i'm like this oh, is God. what we okay. were waiting for all right people uh, got so fucking mad about the gauntlet it was yes. so funny we gotta talk people about, it. So mad about it. it it got yeah i i was completely <laughs> lost i was completely lost i'm like what is going on and why is everyone so mad like yeah so it's like it was almost like a i don't know i wasn't even involved in the creation of it or anything i was kind of just i got added in You're like the, the ringleader at this point though yeah. no it was, it was the australians really that like it was christian Hasbani that kind of made the deck and uh some of the other australians and then a bunch of the you know various seniors that that hang around with me no <laughs> don't, that, don't act like that's not true that's true uh no um yeah, so we all kind of just decided we we're going to play this as a joke. I think we got, like, what was it, like, 12 or 13 people playing the deck in Hegster or something. It was a horrendous deck. It's awful. And the funniest thing to me is that there's still people that are, like, playing it, like, trying to make it make a meta it deck or whatever. Like, people are still on Gauntlet. I'm like, no, bro, the Gauntlet was a joke. It has 12 coin book cards. It's not supposed to be a good deck. It's just, like, if you... But the thing was that, like, if you flipped enough heads, you literally could beat anything. Like if you True. just flip all your catchers or hammers or whatever or turbo patch, so you. But and then if you flipped too many tails, you would just lose everything too. So yeah. <laughs> it's a double-edged sword. But it was really funny to just stream it and like have people lose their shit in the chat every time I flip the coin. Yeah, I have opponents. Have opponents get salty. Like, oh, you flipped all four turbo patches. I'm like, well, <laughs> sucks to be you, dude. Yeah, dude, it's true. <laughs> though. I hate that. That's what like. You had hammers in there too, didn't you? Yeah, it was hammer, like... uh, hammer, catcher, and turbo patch were the flip cards, and then me and Bradner were debating playing uh, old PC as well. <laughs> to have, well, that be like just way too many flips. Sixteen flips. Sixteen and... flips. Yeah, well, old PC is two flips though, so it'd be twenty. Oh god! <laughs> what a, what does that card even do? Uh, it's a double coin flip, and if you flip both heads, you it's dowsing machine. <laughs> so the expected the expected value right is you get one dowsing machine off if you play four yeah, <laughs> but it's four slots perfect <laughs> so, yeah that, that's what we're talking about dude high level at this point that's high level gameplay in in this format yeah, all right absolutely so the, well because the thing i the thing i said in the chat was that uh people keep trying to break the format and they respect the format too much. And the thing with the gauntlet is that it did not respect the format. It just encapsulated everything that was wrong with the format. And that's why it was so funny. <laughs> it's, so, it's true. I don't know. I haven't touched standard. Like I've, I've played a little bit. Um, and when I do play, I literally just play Decidueye. And so I don't really have to play. Yeah. I, I literally, when I play online tournaments with Decidueye, I look at the other person's <laughs> deck and they go, Oh, they got a uh, age slash. Well, you win. You win. Either win or lose. As, as soon as you open the limitless page and you see the yep. deck list, you either you know if you won or lost. Yeah, it kind of sucks. <laughs> Which is kind of nice. I yeah. mean, it's nice if you don't want to really play, but I don't know. <laughs> I think, but I don't know. We talk about uh, standard a lot in this podcast, and 
how it's not developed and no one's putting real effort into the game at this point because um, no big reason to yeah. do it. And we see a lot of um, at least like one rogue deck a week. Like last week was what, yeah. Cinder Ace. The week before was um, Goldeen or, or Seeking or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like well, we, now we got now we got Pedro's deck too. The uh, Santa Santa Scorch Soul Valley, which is actually pretty good. That deck's pretty good. I was testing right. it last night. I th- I think uh, I, I miss that. I miss the development. You know, I think yeah. I think we, the more we talk about it and people listen, I think um, there there might be more development and more play, people are yeah. going to play, but. Well, I think I think even with Scorch too, because I've been playing. I mean, I'm pretty much a Scorch one trick this format at this point, because I've been playing that list that me and Cash yeah. and Thomas Brophy it's have been, been, been good. playing. Yeah, it's been like we all have. We have so many. Like, I mean, they've got a couple wins. I had like a top four out of finals. Mm-hmm. Um, so the list has been like really good. Um, but like that's an example of something where we just kind of refine the list over time. It's mostly those two. I don't want to take too much credit <laughs> for it. I've just I've just been playing it. Um, but I've at least, I've at least been sticking with it. Cause like a lot of people thought Scorch was, you know, either it's inconsistent or it doesn't beat Pika or whatever. Um, but I think we, I mean, we've even been beating Eternatus like pretty consistently at this point, which I thought was a horrendous matchup and we kind of figured out the strat for it. So I think there's like still, even though this isn't the best format, there's still like a reasonable degree of like, I feel like the better player should still be winning a lot, a lot, you know, of the time, um, of course, there's still things like hammer flips that can just screw you over, but yeah. th- you know that is what it is. Um, and there's still like reasonable creativity with um, with deck building or just like making you know a really solid deck. Like the one the one thing that bugs me is when I see these awful like ADP lists that keep going like six zero or like seven one, <laughs> like make it in the cut or whatever. Because like it is, I have this like running joke like in the undaunted chat that is always the worst adp list that draw the nuts on you yep. they hit they'll play like they'll play like the worst like consistent counts of consistency cards it's like not consistent at all and they'll just hit like oh i got my one swell like turn one i'm yes. you I, and i draw into like altered creation turn one off my double Marnie. hammer <laughs> yeah, ball. Exactly, yeah. You're like okay welcome to the game yeah. but i think so that's um... like that's the one that's the one thing that really bugs me is like having ADP because it lets you get away with that where like yeah. even if your list is just dog shit you have like a broken card. So that's the one like we need to ban ADP or whatever thing that I think's wrong with the format but yeah. like aside aside from that I feel like um most of the decks are like relatively healthy I think or promote pretty skillful gameplay for the most part. I think a turn of this is probably a little bit eh, I don't I don't know that a turn of this is that healthy for the game either but it is what it is. Yeah. I think um you 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 make a good point when you do look at that Cinescort list that you guys have been working on. You know, a lot of decks mm-hmm. haven't got worked on. You know, like who right. who's sitting here trying to make the best ADP list? Like no one. Like right. just no one's trying. I mean, you know? Well, because one thing, I mean, it's very easy because we literally have a tournament every night of the week mm-hmm. now, and most of them are hitting a couple hundred players. Um, so they're they're not. You know, if you win one of these tournaments, it is like. You know, it's not it's not a regional, but it's like a large league cup yeah. is what I've been kind of comparing it to. Maybe like a, a Sunday league cup at a regional or something. Yeah. Um, so, but it's very easy because we have one every day of the week. You can just go grab the winning list mm-hmm. and kind of maybe play three games with it on ladder so you get a feel for it, and then you can probably just go win the next tournament with that same sixty. Because there's no real in, there's no real incentive to uh, not do that. You know, yeah. you can just go grab Pedro's list or Azul's list or whoever it is from their last top cut and just run it back with that. And there's yeah. not um, there's not a lot of evolution in the meta in the mm-hmm. sense that there's new decks being developed that frequently. It's more just kind of a cycle of, okay, this deck did, this deck did well, I'm going to pick. Like, okay, Eternatus did well, now everyone plays Colossal, and then now everyone like plays, you know, gets yeah. off Colossal, goes back to ADP or whatever, and then people play Eternatus again. And Yeah. yeah. But uh, I, think it's, I think it's good... To see that if a deck is worked on, even in a format like this, it mm-hmm. gets better. I think a lot of people aren't yeah. working on decks. I think they're doing exactly what you said. They yeah. taking a list that did well and just playing it every week. And like I yeah. use this example all the time is is um, freaking uh, Dan. <laughs> Dan's like I'm just playing uh, Lost March or whatever it is. <laughs> Yeah. Until 
<laughs> the end of time and it's like it's it's hard to argue with people that that are like oh this format sucks when people yeah. are doing stuff like that but it's just the way i, I call it the low effort era and yeah um well and it's it's fine too to because everything's such low stakes right because yeah. you can literally sit in your bed and play a tournament <laughs> every, every night of the week you know so it's not like okay i have you know we got one regional a month or something i really have to test and do well at this like one big event it's literally just yeah i can take you know if you want to take a three-day break that's fine you can just get right back into it and keep grinding events every day or whatever you want to do um and there so there's no i mean another thing like there's no travel you know aspect to it you can just sit at home so you don't have to spend money on that you don't have to get burnt out like flying across the country every weekend so i think that's one thing that's like also just disincentivizes people from really putting in the work testing because the stakes are just not that high with online yeah, tournaments. I agree. I, I, I think that's great. I think um, a lot of players are becoming restless. I, I, I believe Players Cut 3 will be the most competitive um, yeah. uh, uh, any tournament that has been played yet because yeah. um, people are finally just like sinking into like, oh, we're not, we're not going back. Yeah. Like, there's no... Yeah. We're just good. This is this is what we got. So let's play. Yeah, you know? and yeah, uh, I'm in that too. Like I didn't I didn't really do player cup one or player cup two, and I'm like, oh yeah. well, there's no options here. So <laughs> player cup three, I'm gonna try. So yeah, no, I, I didn't even I didn't play players cup one because um, I think Azul made that video right. So yep. I was kind of on that. Whole, I was on board with that. Like, does this not play it? um players cup 2 i was, was kind of settling in where i was like all right this is kind of our tournament circuit for the foreseeable future in terms of you know actual support from tpci yeah um so i, I at least like i grinded i got like top 50 na and then i went like oh two drop in the actual <laughs> event with the shitty ADP list and then i just like went and like did other shit for the rest of my day and was like all right that was a better use of my time probably than uh, playing adp it sucks um, like, yeah it's just like um, how tournaments are but i don't know there's there's ups and downs to that like yeah. um you didn't travel to an event and go o2 <laughs> yeah you didn't right, go right it's like right no it was literally like well that sucks i hit like two eternatus decks that sacked me and then now i'm just gonna go you know do my homework yeah, or whatever. back, back <laughs> right? to my normal like, life who cares yeah exactly yeah. which is which yeah. is i mean there's there's different ways to take it i miss to travel but some people are super really, down for just chilling well we've all been i mean yeah, everyone in every chat I'm in is just like, dude, I cannot wait until we get the first regional back. You know, it's going to be like, yeah. everyone's going to be there because we all wait. just, like, you know, yeah. I mean, everyone just misses all their friends from across the country or yeah. across the world or whatever. Anywhere. You know, the whole just, you know, hanging out in the hotel or the B&B or whatever, the restaurants, getting drunk after or whatever, yeah. and just staying up till 2 a.m. on Friday night, figuring out your, your 60th card or whatever. Everyone misses that a lot, I think. Yeah. And you just don't have that right now, so... Uh. It's going to be... It's going to be like this. I hope there's not a cap. I hope they don't cap it, dude. If they cap it, it's going to be... (laughs) Depends on where they put it, right? They're going to have to find some huge-ass convention center. It's It's going to hold all of us sweaty assholes. They they go, all right, uh, 500 (laughs) people. It's going to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. The the freaking Nashville clothes all over again. Uh, Cost $200 to get... Oh, yeah. That's what... I, I would not... Um... I would not doubt that the price of a regional goes up after this. Just, yeah, that's just how I feel. <laughs> like I don't want to shit on yeah. anyone or talk shit about anything, but I feel that's how things work around here. Uh, I could see it being like a normal seventy dollars or something, but hopefully, hopefully I think not. it's gonna. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be really cool to see like how much regionals end up popping off because I really feel like there's been such an increase in. Uh, like just awareness of tcg in the past few months mm-hmm. um like literally every day like i'll go on to the pokestats twitter and we've got like like 50 new followers like it's insane and it's That's not cool. like because we tweeted anything that went huge it's just people like find the account and there's like well here's like pokemon tcg stuff you know i'm gonna click follow um so it's just kind of growing organically because there's more people coming into the game right mm-hmm. and i think that's really cool to see yeah. um I, I, obviously all the big like twitch people the, you know the collecting side but there's people coming over from like magic from Yu-Gi-Oh, from vgc um all that kind of stuff yeah getting into tcg competitive think, now which is really cool yeah I, I i'm always for growth and um last episode i yeah. put 
in the description all these resources that a new player can use to get into the competitive game and i'm just gonna leave them down there so every episode there's there's youtube channels there's facebook groups there's twitters there's article sites (laughs) there's it's just all in the description um i don't like yep just go go do it like it's awesome. And like even even you know playing in tournaments, I literally every night there's yep. always three or four people in every Discord server. Like, hey, this is my first tournament, you know. And for for the most part, I think people are pretty helpful, which is good. I always try to you know say yeah. you know if someone's got a question, I try to help them out and like not be a dick to them because mm-hmm. um, I want people to you know even if their list Just plays four hop and four Poke Kid, you know it's their first tournament, right? Mm-hmm. It's like so they'll yeah. they'll get there. Yeah, um, but I think I think that's something I. I think that's something I would encourage people to remember is like we all like I literally someone found my old uh like Verbank post from like 2016 when I started where I asked like uh is is my old like 20, 2009 versus seeker legal or something can I use it but I was like this really like <laughs> like pure post with like punctuation and capital letters <laughs> <laughs> you got the response so was like it was probably yeah. some fucking scumbag response of like obviously dude no what but, but that's the thing though the replies on it were just like good. you know judges being like yeah well, so good. i was like well if that's how if that's how people treated me in 2016 like who am i to like yeah. even though it's fun sometimes to like make fun of someone's like shitty you know binder drop list <laughs> that they played in limitless or whatever yeah. you know whatever but like if if there's people in the server like hey this is my first tournament you know they messed something up like i've had people you know forget to check in on limit lists and stuff like that because they don't know and i always just like just remind them you know like don't take your win that way like it feels it's like sure yeah they gotta remember to check in but like cut them some slack if they've never done this before right like don't be the person that that takes your win because they forgot to check in or whatever it is or like that kind of thing so not me not me (laughs) i don't do that guys i mean well if no if it's someone if it's someone that knows their shit like i'm just Uh, taking the win because they should you know don't be on top of that right that's part of the tournament but like if it's i'm what i'm saying is if it's a new player you know cut them some slack we've got people coming into the game and like i gotta start joining the discord (laughs) yeah i I don't join the discord yeah i mean you don't have to you can yeah. just look at your limit list or whatever it's not like you have to be in the discord but i don't know i just like helping out yeah, new I, players and i, like I, that. I mean because i like i'm that. also like yeah well i've always like you know been kind of um like a person that just likes to help out or like mm-hmm. you know teach or whatever because i i think that's probably my future is i do want to go into teaching and i've had a lot of teachers and professors and friends and stuff say that's kind of like that's what i'm good at yeah. Um, so I, w- I kind of want to like keep up with that role in Pokemon too, right? Just yeah. be someone that people know. And uh, we've talked about this on Undaunted too, because everyone on the team um, really feels the same way, that we all want to be people that new players can kind of turn to and be like, all right, what do these guys have to say? Um, and, and not be people that, you know, <laughs> people, that, people that, that people don't respect, right? Yes. Or that no one, no one gives a shit what we have to say. Like we want to be kind of, yeah. all upstanding members of the i think community. i think that's just good for like the community at whole i think we we push yeah. that a lot on this podcast where we we're, we're trying to put yeah. out like we might say a lot of dumb stuff and um it might be funny we might joke a lot but <laughs> at the end of the day when if you're watching like a pokemon breakdown like we're doing our best to give you the best content that we can and um, especially for yeah. new players, if you're a new player and you're watching one of those episodes or even stuff like this, like these are more deep dives into like people in the community, but like the breakdowns are <laughs> we're we, we do a little research. We look at everything that happened in Pokemon the week before, and we try yeah. to, to put it towards someone that if they have never played Pokemon before, like what, and they're listening to this, how does this help them? And that's why, like, we leave yeah. the resources down there and all this because, at the end of the day, the the community is like everything. So, like, growing that and being nice to people, I I think is just like the number yeah. one thing to do. Like, I I, th- I at one point yeah. I think the Pokemon community was really shitty. I think it was really shitty, and um, I think it's got yeah. a lot better. Like, you think so? I honestly, I think it may it might have gotten worse since i since i started yeah but i think but i also think but i think that's just like you know the nature of discord servers and facebook groups and all that shit if you're if you dive into that i don't think 
Well, because I don't think that Pokemon is worse than any other gaming no. community out there. I think they're all they all have like plenty of shitty people that just. But the thing that I've noticed, um, and I always try to keep this in mind, uh, and again, we've talked about this on Undaunted too, but the people that rise to the top are all are always almost always like not the bad people in the community like yeah. i was thinking the other day like you look at kind of your big three content creators for competitive you got like azul mahone and uh Tord, right yeah. and those three guys are all great like mm-hmm. no problems super nice people like if you hit them up they'll be nothing but nice to you 99 percent of the time right like and that shows in their content and that's why people that's why they have 300 400 viewers on twitch every time mm-hmm. they stream right and yeah. uh like, so it's important that, like, that I don't think we're ever going to get to a point where you, we have, like, a perfect community where yeah. every everything is, like, roses and daisies, right? Like, that's because that's just not, it's not even a gaming community thing. It's just any, anytime right. you have a group of people all with a common interest, it's not like everyone is going to be nice to each other all the time. But right. I think it's really reassuring that kind of the people we've elevated to the highest positions in the game are honestly just some of the best people in the community yeah in my opinion i think a a lot um happens where in this especially i think in any community i think um negativity is pointed out a lot more than positivity so uh especially on Mm -hmm. twitter if you go on twitter and just look at pokemon i think people call people out Mm -hmm. for negative stuff a lot more than they call people out for positive stuff and that's just i think that's just the nature of the beast you know yeah well and i'm a person too that like i talk a lot of shit on twitter but it's it's generally with people that i know can handle it right because like that's kind of just part of my personality is like first of all i'm very competitive and second of all i'm i just like to make jokes (laughs) on the internet um so but like you'll see me riffing back and forth with like it might be danny cash um any of the undaunted guys like we all just roast the shit out of each other but that's that's just part of you know Cause we're all friends and that's like the nature of, of the way our friendship works. A lot of it is we roast yeah. each other. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that's important to like, I've seen some instances on Twitter where um, I guess on Facebook too, but mostly on Twitter with people just being like, I, I don't want to say like getting too sensitive or too offended. Cause I'm, I'm careful about that because I don't want to sound like one of those, one of those people that's like, Oh, are you triggered or whatever? It's tough. Um, but I, I know what you're saying. It, yeah. yeah no, but I there's a there's a lot of like people like to kind of make a mountain out of a molehill sometimes mm-hmm. where someone will, someone will say something that's like a little edgy and then people will just blow it up into like a huge thing and I don't know it's it's one of those um, I don't know it's one of those weird things about sometimes you say something online that you would never say in person and you feel um, just you just feel comfortable saying it online. Uh, like I've, I've, you know, I've seen instances where like a player will type something, you know, say in the limitless match chat, right? Something, something inflammatory. And they would never say that if they were sitting across from a physical person at a regional. Yeah. Um, so I think, but I think also like, okay, probably don't do that. But also at the same time, if that happens, like you gotta just, it's, it, you gotta get over it to some right. extent, right? It's like you're just it's we're all playing a game and if someone uh if someone calls you a i don't know someone says haha suck my dick because they drew the stones on you or whatever <laughs> like okay that's fine just yeah. beat them in the next tournament you know yeah. you don't have to post about it on twitter and cry about it it's kind of it's one of those like i think um, people do that too much i, don't know. I agree yeah i, I, I think, think yeah it makes the community look bad because you get f- flooded with with stuff. I, I've literally stopped following people that, that, that do that. So I, I don't like, I get it. There's, there's, there are toxic stuff in the community and, and like, we should point it out. It's the only way to get rid of it. But it's like, sometimes I just, I just could, don't want to talk truly, about it. Like, let's well, just like, it's like, I just truly can't be bothered to like care that much. Exactly. Like I, I'm t- like, what would, like, what would happen if someone like, you know, Say I'm playing in an online tournament, right? Say say someone like you know rips the stones off my stamp to one. They beat me. They they have a little pop off on their stream or whatever. Uh, 
I'm not gonna like get upset about it because right. like I just it's a game and like they maybe they got lucky or like okay. in some cases maybe they maybe they outplayed me at some point and I missed it and I should go back and like use that to try to get better right and I shouldn't waste all of my energy um, making a call out post for them on Twitter <laughs> because like I just I'm just gonna go do something else with the rest of my day you know right I mean. I'm more likely to pop off in purpose, person. Dude. So like, yeah. What no, up? I like. I love that too. Like, yeah. I, no, I love that. I remember like one of my favorite. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. Um, the uh, I don't. I don't even know if there's a video of it, but there's definitely pictures of it. There was that match of between uh, Russell Parr and Kyle Sablehouse from like a regional or something. And they were at table one. Um, they were just like roasting the shit out of each other for the whole match. I know there's pictures of it because like <laughs> yeah, Russ yeah, is yeah. like leaning back in his chair, like laughing. Kyle's like. I don't, but like I miss that kind of stuff at tournaments mm-hmm. when you sit across from someone you know, or you know, you hit a teammate, you hit a friend, or something, and you're just sitting there. Yes. You're both like five. You're both five one, so it doesn't really matter. Like if you get knocked out or something, or like you can't get knocked out, so you're just there like bantering. Yeah. Um, and that's like that's something that really gets lost online too, because you just don't have that physical interaction. You mm-hmm. can't read people's faces. Um, there's no yeah there's no like you know physical pop off at, at you know you, you draw <laughs> out of the end or whatever you, as like you said so yep. um, like I, I, like i just love watching that at worlds too like you watch all the world champions you know they get up they got like fist pump they're they're so hyped like yep. you don't see that online too much you do, actually you do because uh if you watch pedro <laughs> you watch pedro <laughs> scream, he, uh, he gets up and I dances love it, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> it's great like but, i'm always an advocate that's what like I've never, because I, I, I played pretty much sports my whole life. I played baseball pretty much my whole life. Yeah. And um, I've never seen that stuff as, like, yeah. malicious. I don't, yeah. like, that is not malicious. Like, I remember when I when I played the stupid Blastoise list and <laughs> Isaiah fucking, um, what'd he do? He delinquented my hand down to zero Well, when I, when I had a supporter in my hand. And then I top deck me a sleeker. Slam that shit like, yeah. boom! Archie's yeah. Kingdra. It's like, <laughs> that stuff is hot. Like, how's, like, I can't stand when people just go like, oh, yeah, Pokemon. It's like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, dude, the game yeah. is already not exciting to watch. So let's, uh, like, <laughs> yeah, if something gotta, cool gotta, does like, happen, let's act like you did something, yeah. you know? You flip yeah. four heads on your hammers, dude. I would rather you... Yeah. Go pop off and like yeah instead of going uh yeah. sorry like i hate yeah. the i hate no, the sorries i hate the sorries <laughs> do not sorry me no, ever no, please don't sorry me <laughs> all right it is what it yeah, is no, you did it it's kind of like it's kind of this whole thing with like uh people talk about wanting to grow pokemon as an esport or a gaming community or whatever um well, if you want that, you also you have to just accept that there's always going to be competitive people and there's going to be, you know, you're going to have people that like to trash talk and that like to pop off. And mm-hmm. you have that in any game, any sport, anything that's competitive. You have that in chess, for God's sake, right? If you watch Magnus and Hikaru, like, going at it, roasting each other, right? So mm-hmm. um, you got to, like, if you want the, the game to grow, you know, you're going to have to accept that people are going to... Um, you know, get competitive and they're going to get, uh, I mean, all, it's all got to be in good fun, of course, but you know, yeah. you can't expect everyone to, to be, you know, perfect, perfect sunshines to each other all the time. Yeah. And I think that's part of the fun of the game. Like, it's kind of fun to have, you know, to have someone be a heel every now and then. Yeah. And like, there's always a, there's a line, there's a line and you, you don't cross oh, yeah. that line. And no, I, I think, um, most of the time people don't cross that line. And if, if they do, there's usually a media apology. Um, I remember Russell <laughs> Russell went too far on, on this kid once and immediately yeah, he apologized. But yeah. it did become like a huge thing on uh Hey Fonte and, and and like Russell runs Hey Fonte and he let that post go. <laughs> he let it go. He yeah. didn't take it down. Like so yeah. I've always respected Russell for, for stuff like that because he's never yeah. I mean, you either love it or love him or hate that kid and um He's always he's ne- he's never gonna shy away from his um, thoughts, and he's gonna pop yeah. off, and he's gonna talk shit, and mm-hmm. sometimes it goes yeah, too I far, can... and he'll apologize, <laughs> but it's yeah. okay. Yeah, I I feel the same way. I mean, I'm never really, um, I mean, anyone who follows me on Twitter probably has seen this, but like, if I 
feel strongly about something, I'm not going to like water down my my stance on it. I'm just going to say what I want to say. And like, if you want to, you know, I mean, I've got I've got however many followers I've got, right? That's people that seem to care about what I'm saying. So if you uh, if you don't want to see it, then just unfollow, I guess. Right. Right. It's like it's I'm just going to I'm just going to whether it's and it's not it is whether it's Pokemon or whether it's like political shit or whatever it is like, I'm just going to it's there on my feed and you don't have to look at it. Right. <laughs> so, oh. um, but I also like at the same time, every time I talk about this, I feel like I'm going too far down the road of like being one of those, like uh, free speech, like triggered guys. <laughs> I'm absolutely not trying to right. be. Cause I really like, if I do say something that's like unwarranted, I'm going to apologize for it. Right. Yeah. If I actually like, so the, you know, it's like, I'm not, I don't know. It's a, it's a difficult, it's a, it's a weird topic. It's also, and like, I, like I said, it just goes back to like, sometimes you need to just turn off your computer, you know, like some that's, it's, it's as simple as that. Like Mm -hmm. there's sometimes there's people that just lose sight of the fact that we are all playing a Japanese children's card game. And sure. Some people have a career out of it. And sometimes there's thousands of dollars on the line, but like it is a game (laughs) and you don't have to take it that seriously. I don't, I hate I hate that child word. Oh, like no, yeah, no. I, I use it ironically. That. Like yeah. it's certainly. I mean, everyone in these tournaments is like twenty years old, right? It's like it's clearly not twenty or older, game. pretty much. I, yeah, like we have Bradner yeah. and like Will Jenkins. Brad, and, Bradner's like ten Hague. years old. Yeah, dude. Every t- every time he's on the podcast, I think he gets younger. I don't know. He was like, I'm. <laughs> he's like. Um, I swear he told me he was a senior, and then, like, last episode, he's like, oh, I become a senior next year. I'm like, wait a minute. He's just, like, de-aged Brenner, down here. Brenner and his milk, man. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. I almost kicked him off the podcast. Uh, I almost kicked him off the podcast for that thing. Hmm. Eating milk with a... Eating cereal with a fork. God, yeah, I don't guys. know what that was about. Oh, we still... Forkner. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, that's not even. That's not even the. He's had other like oh, takes too. He's had bad other ones. Food takes. And I, he's had I some good a... ones too. He's not completely irredeemable. If it's about Pokemon, then yeah, he's pretty good. But outside of Pokemon, Madner's hmm, sus, dude. Super sus. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he'll maybe he'll grow out of it. Maybe it's just a kid. Yeah, maybe it's yeah, just a maybe he's young. Thing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I've I've said this before. I remember it was on this podcast, but my my tweet where I said seniors is a mindset. That's so applicable to Pokemon. It's not a it's not an age division. It's just a philosophy. (laughs) I I agree. I think um, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of thirty year olds playing the game that are seniors. (laughs) Yes, correct, correct. Let's kind of let's switch switch um switch lanes. Let's talk about this undaunted thing. Um, okay. Because before you were doing puck stats, you were on Team Gas. Obviously, yeah. we don't we don't need to get into what happened to Team Gas. <laughs> I think um, that we already kind of talked about what that is the last hour basically is what happened to Team Gas. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, because you were I mean Persic was on Gas too, right? So like you guys yeah. kind of went off and yeah, and so the us, well so the. The holdovers from uh, Team Gas that are still um, sticking together on Undaunted, it's me, Frank, uh, Lee, and Kenny. Okay. Um, and then we also we also have Kirk Dubay. Um, we have Dustin Zimmerman and Britt Pibus also um, rounding out the team. So um, it's kind of it was another kind of Frank spearheaded project if he kind of brought us all together. Because um, a couple, like especially Dustin and Britt, I had I just was not as close with as some of the other guys on the team. But like now, you know, we've all been, you know, in the in the chat for a few months now. All been testing together, playing tournaments together, so we're all pretty close. And that was the goal, you know, that we all. Because um, I think I mean Frank knew, you know, even if not everyone has met each other, you know, in person, if he takes if he takes six other guys that are just like good people and you know have common kind of a common philosophy around the game and around life in general, they're all going to hit it off, right? And that's what's happened. So. Um, our, but kind of our goal is like, uh, the way Frank put it, I think was really good, you know, saying how a lot of teams in Pokemon, um, have kind of just been like a group of good players. Um, but a lot of times they fall apart because there's just not, there's kind of a lack of cohesion. You know, they might not necessarily be friends. Um, they might just be focused on, you know, winning the next regional, but maybe not necessarily, 
um, focused on like, you know, testing and learning and growing all together. There's, I think there's kind of a lot of one person makes a list, the other ones kind of argue over two cards in the list for two days, and then they all play the same 60 at the tournament, right? But there's not a lot of um, interaction beyond that with a lot of teams that have existed before. Okay. And we really want it to be more than just a team and more of almost like a just a whole brand, like an organization, an identity kind of. Um, and if you, I mean, this came across, Dustin did a phenomenal job with our logo. Um, for those that don't know, Dustin is a professional graphic designer. Um, so if you look at our logo, it's very, there's no Pokeball, there's no card, anything that would no. indicate at first glance that we're just a Pokemon team. Because we really wanted to go for that, like, esports branding, where you can throw this on, you know, a hoodie, a t-shirt, or even any other merch, throw it on a phone case, um, whatever you want, and just have it, have that clean, like, esports style branding. So that kind of symbolizes, I think, what we wanted to do, where... Um, just just have something that's more than just a store-sponsored assemblage of a few good players that splits up after six months. We really wanted to be like an organization that's going to set the tone for uh, what teams could look like in Pokemon in the future. Yeah, I think um, I know most of the guys on the, on the team, um, all good guys, and I think <laughs> it's a lot better place for you. I'm still I'm still confused <laughs> I'm, how uh, Kirk. I thought Kirk was done. Is he is he playing? No, or is he just uh, like um, he's personality? Worked on some decks. He's worked on some decks with us. Okay. He grinded for for Players Cup too. Uh, okay. I think he, he just whiffed it. Um, but yeah, he's he's planning to. I think I don't know if he's going to grind for the next Players Cup or what. But he definitely wants to be involved with casting. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirk was huge. It, he actually spearheaded our... Uh, we have a partnership now with TCG Player, so we're doing articles for that. TCG Player Infinite. Uh, so Kirk was kind of the man behind setting that up, so we all uh, were super grateful to him for kind of getting our name out there that way. Because um, we definitely... We knew if we wanted to kind of grow and get our name out there, we probably needed an association with one of those um, one of those bigger brands out there, whether it be, you know, a, a, a card shop or one of those something sleeves, mats, yeah. merch, or just TCG player, obviously. Um, one of the one of the bigger TCG sites out there. So yeah. I think it's um, but yeah. Yeah, we need we need something. We I ha- I have the I have the I'm, I'm still gonna ride or die on this. I had the biggest deal with TCG player ever and I turned it down. But <laughs> <Huh. laughs> we were on Soccer Scoop Interesting. They literally gave me like uh uh had like an interview with them. With the guys at TCG Player, and they were like, because right now they have like an affiliate program that you right. get like 5% or something. They were going to give me right, like right, right. 45% of any sales with my code. And it was some crazy shit. And I was like, <laughs> um, and then we quit. We quit making videos. And I'm like, I can't, like, I can't commit yeah. to anything. So I had to basically just shut it down. But. Hey, we're back. Come on, where's my where's my deal now? I know we only have like fucking what, like two hundred subscribers or something now, but come on guys. We we are the number one yeah. Pokemon podcast. We need something. <laughs> but I don't know. Have you, maybe you guys maybe ever since I'm not doing the podcast anymore, maybe you guys took a hit. Maybe that's the reason. Mm, I, I think know. you came after. <laughs> I just did. I'm just fine. Yeah. <laughs> We'll see. I think I think it's really cool. I think of um, I always compare everyone to DDG, and it's it, I think that aspect of Pokemon is is the right um, way to go now. I think you need mm-hmm. to find a, a group of guys. Um, yeah, and I mean one thing one thing I always tell people, you know, if they're starting out and people that want to grow competitively, is it's really important to find a testing group. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that you have to like overthink that right it can just be whether it be a couple locals um, or just i mean it's mostly online these days the people you're probably meeting in tournaments but i know there's you know groups of people that just only know each other from online and they've kind of formed these um unofficial testing groups and they've been actually churning out like really good results or really refined lists coming from that um and that's cool to see and i think it's a testament to how um even though pokemon obviously is not a team game uh it still pays to have a team around you and it, it can be, you know, whether it's undaunted, like an actual, we've got a whole like organization, a whole branding, it's official, or whether it's literally just like three of my friends and I are a testing group, super low key. 
yeah. it's either way, it's still important to surround yourself with like-minded people that are actually going to um, test, put in the time is what's important, right? Yes. Like you need people that are actually going to test with you, actually going to respond to your messages or, you know, discord call you and actually talk about shit. Yeah. Um, and if, if you don't have that, you know, you want to be, you want to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that are going to support you. Because yeah. um, if, you know, if you're hanging out with people that just are leaving you on red all the time, never testing, uh, just, you know, stealing your 60 that you throw in the chat, right? Like, what are you doing? You yeah. know, that's not good for you. It's it's not good for them. But, you know, you got to, you know, you got to surround yourself with, with people that are going to move you forward in the game. Right. I think um, a lot of people listen to this and listen to podcasts where they talk about team making and it's like you gotta have mm-hmm. the best player it's like this game is so um yeah. you're you're not I mean, far behind would you like, would, well yeah because like you're not you're would anyone would anyone would anyone have considered cash and thomas to exactly. be top players i don't i don't think so but i they've created clearly one of the mm-hmm. best lists in this format one of the most refined lists that just keeps winning and winning and winning right so that's what i'm like, saying they they're certainly they've certainly proved that like you don't need to be um someone that's won an international in order to actually like have consistent results so i think that should be that should be um inspirational for new players right like you should never expect to be good right off the bat but you should also have hope that um if you actually put in the effort and time and you have a good support group around you you can get pretty good pretty quick these days i think there's so many resources and um, yeah. For you to take the resources that are online and take mm-hmm. people that, like, your three or four buddy, local buddies, maybe, that you you guys are, don't have any recognition in the game, it does not take long for, for people to notice you. Yeah. It takes one regional or something yeah. for, for people to go, oh, these guys are good. Like, that's all it takes. Yeah. And, and you guys will grow together. Like, it doesn't – you don't need – Azul on your team to be good at this game. Like if you sit there and grind, (laughs) I mean, it helps. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. It helps, but don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged that, um, you don't know anyone that has success in this game because it takes one event for you to know somebody for you to be that person who has success in this game. And, and that, I mean, that's, what's so great about just having a group, having a team. Cause I know on undaunted, like, um, there have been a lot of moments this format because the the two guys that have been really grinding the most is me and Lee. You know, we've been playing the, the most events like a few nights a week. Um, so there have been times where, you know, like Dustin dropped in the chat the other day and was asking me for, you know, all my matchup notes for Senescorch or whatever. Like, how do you beat all these certain things? What's your strategy? And Dustin is a guy who's top four worlds. Like, he's very plainly by any statistical measure a better player than me but because i've been the one that's actually testing this particular format and playing it way more um he felt comfortable enough in my skill as a player in this format to to take my advice and just run with it and just you know pick up and run and play a tournament that night um and that's like that's a huge confidence booster for anyone who um like you want to you you always want to listen to players that are better than you right but you also um, there's going to be you're going to find that if you put in the work there you're going to have, have players um, even who, who might have more results than you they're going to be in your dms like hey how'd you you know come up with that card in your in your list that you top aided with how did you handle that particular matchup i'm not i'm not quite seeing the strategy yep. um, and i think that's a huge confidence booster when you start you know once you get one result you got more people paying attention to you taking you seriously and then that kind of snowballs from there right yeah, a hundred percent. Like in my testing group, um, I'm not very active. I, I don't. I, I'm, <laughs> I mean, it's almost like the Pokestat. No, I'm just playing. It's not that bad. But it's more like yeah. um, I'm just not motivated right now. But if I do go to play, um, there are a couple guys that don't have the same recognition as I do in this game. Yeah. That no matter what they say, I, I believe a hundred percent. They've been playing this format. They yeah. I know their capabilities. Um, and they grind. So <laughs> if they put a, a deck in the in the chat and I decide I'm going to play, I'll take that and I'll go, all right, um, I'm going to need info. And I like, <laughs> like, and I, it doesn't yeah. like, there is no egos. It's literally just like, at this point I'm trash. So <laughs> I need, yeah. how do you win this matchup? Boom, boom, boom. And like, 
when you have a group of people that are that are willing to do stuff like that, um, it's it's amazing because it doesn't matter how good and you are. Of- like if you don't play, like yeah. the guy that does play is infinitely yeah. smarter than you at that point. So you got to take all the advice right. you can get at that point. You're, yeah, you're exactly right. And like, and while we're on the the topic of uh, like advice for new players or whatever, like one of the very few things that makes me reluctant to like be helpful is when I see people acting like they not necessarily even acting like they know everything, but like um, acting, acting like they're a voice of authority in cases when they're not right. Because you've got a lot of, you've got a lot of players in, in these discord servers that are kind of just, you know, you they're they complain too much about something like luck or, you know, Oh, I had bad draws. My opponent got lucky uh, and then I look at their list, and their list is awful. And so that's something that really grinds my gears. Is like, well, maybe you your list is inconsistent, or a lot of times what it is is you just made a sequencing error, or you threw away a card you shouldn't have. And um, like people are way, way, way too quick to just, even though there is luck in the game, and especially right. in this format, there's luck in the game. It's still like you should always have the mindset that you did something wrong because mm-hmm. if you just blame luck every time you lose, you are never going to get better because you're never going to actually go back and look for whether you did something wrong. You're just going to say, "Oh, my opponent, you know, yeah. drew Sycamore off off stamp to one, right? Yeah. So I lost." But well, maybe there was something you could have done earlier. And so whenever I play a tournament, um, I always try, I mean, I don't record my games every time, but sometimes I, I will just record a couple games and I'll go back and see, was there anything I could do different? Sometimes I even take notes or something. Um, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm really feeling like being serious about it. Um, but you never want to get complacent because, and I see like, I see people do this on Twitter. I see people do it in Discord servers and it just really makes me like less want it makes me want to help these people less right and give them tips or whatever because they're just not i know that they're not going to listen right they're just going to blame luck and be satisfied with that and then they're going to keep going oh two draw right and like you always and tord says this too and if tord says it you should really like don't listen to me listen to tord he's like you know you should always have the mindset that you can get better and he's the best player in the world Mm -hmm. i think by uh, almost anyone would agree with me and he's still like you know, I can get better. I still make mistakes in my games, but he goes back and looks at them and fixes them, and he refines his deck lists. Um, he's willing to accept that maybe his his deck was bad, his metagame prediction was bad, and you got to be just willing to accept that kind of thing, and that's how you get better. Yeah, I agree. I think um, these the the word luck. Don't get me wrong; it's a card game. There's there's a lot of variables in this game. You the luck has. There's some aspect of luck in, in this game. But these players, mm-hmm. especially in IRL events, yeah. the consistency of players doing well tells you that there's something more than luck. If it was exactly. just luck, exactly. everyone would, it would be more vast. You wouldn't have Jimmy Pendarvis right. with four regional wins in a row. All right? Right. Like that stuff, it's just it's just not it. And um, yeah. I, I think you're right. And I, people... Go ahead. People like to also like use this to shit on online tournaments and say that you know some of the people that have only really seen success online, um, a lot of people think they're just going to get their asses handed to them when when regionals come back or whatever. And I'm not convinced that that's the case. I think if you're consistently top cutting online, you're probably going to be consistently day twoing at regionals and stuff if you attend those when they come back. Because um, a lot of these players have just been unable to really go to that many events outside of local, so people just don't know them. Um, but like. I, I tweeted about this the other day, but there are certainly are differences between IRL and online, but they're not big enough to the point where I think that if you're good online, you wouldn't also be good in person. Like you're playing the same game, right? And just because there's certain things like open deck lists um, or like you don't need to shuffle, so time management is a bit less of a thing, you're still making the same sequencing decisions, resource management decisions, you know, knockout prize mapping or whatever. Um, and those skills still translate over to real life. And if you're consistently doing those things over and over again and winning or, you know, making top cut, um, I see no reason to believe why you wouldn't also be a good player IRL, you um, know? I agree. I agree to um, a certain degree because I I am a personal believer in the atmosphere being 
so much different compared to staying at home that mm-hmm. uh, I think people crumble under certain situations that well, at that, home. Well, I mean, they that don't. is true that one, yeah, one thing is I think people might not be prepared for that full, like it's you're playing a whole day of Pokemon because these online tournaments can just be over in, in a matter of hours, right? Um, so it is going to probably just be a fatigue thing of, you know, there's you got to make sure. There's, there's nervousness. Yeah. Sitting, yeah. sitting, playing against Azul online is a lot less, like, you don't get as nervous as if Azul is sitting in front of you. Like, yeah, it, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that's true a little bit. Like I, I said, uh, I also said this on Twitter, like online, everyone is just a name on a screen. Correct. Um, but at the same time, there is still a little bit of, you know, if I if I'm in a stream match, even if it's online, I still like pick it up a little bit. I'm like, OK, I'm on stream. I really got to like make sure I don't screw up. Yeah. So I want to look good. Um, and even if I hit like I play against uh, I play against Pedro in a tournament the other day and I was like, it was round three, and, like, my first two matches, I just played against people I didn't know, and I was like, whatever. And round three, I see Pedro's name. So I was really like, okay, like, zone in. We're going to, like, I'm not going to, like, make any stupid misplays no. against Pedro. And I didn't, and I beat him, so. No. I, I beat <laughs> like, his little but it, does, it really, it really <laughs> does, like, make you, um, I, and I think that's good. I mean, that's good for the game, yeah. the fact that any literally anyone can just play in a tournament and round one you might just hit azul or bradner mm-hmm. or pedro whoever's playing that night i think that's good for the game that that can yeah, happen i think it's good i just think the um, the response is a lot different i think your response of um i gotta play better and let's focus here is a lot easier response online than it is in person uh, uh that's just yeah, my I think personal that's belief true. It, it, I could, no, I think you could right. like you could I'm not saying. I'm saying online tournaments. These people could come in to IRL and dominate. Uh, it just it yeah. just matters. And like I've, I've said, I've been preaching this since March that the skill gap can be can be shrunk so hard in the in these times. And I I mean, yeah. there's so many different ways to do it. And I think you pointed. Yeah. I think one one of the things you pointed out earlier was um, looking at your own games. Um, mm-hmm. Like, when you tape your own games and watch them, and I think Bradner was the first person that told me that he does that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't think anyone works harder than Bradner at this game. I think Bradner is the hardest working player. Um, he's young. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, got a think, lot of, he's got a lot of, you know, spirit to it. Yeah, so, he's got a lot yeah, of spirit, he's... and he's more, um, he's young, and mm-hmm. he's driven. And I think for a player that young and that new, like we were talking 2017 format, and he he didn't understand the cards, so <laughs> he's like that new to be that successful. That is just yeah. pure working hard. There's nothing, yeah. there's nothing Absolutely. more than that. Um, it, uh, sure, there's talent, but when you work that hard, uh, for someone to yeah. be that, like, oh, I'm gonna record my own games and look and see what I did wrong, um, yeah, and be only like a year into the game or something. Uh, it's just, yeah. That, that that's the best approach to go at it. If you want to be great at this game, you can. Like, there's no, there's nothing yeah. stopping you. There's so many resources. Yeah. There's, you you find a good testing groups and, and do everything that you can to um, improve yourself at this game, and you yeah. can. But uh, I mean, people don't it, want to take those steps. Game, yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's a game, and this is true of anything. But it's a game that rewards grinding, and mm-hmm. so um, the more work you put in testing and actually like really focusing, like serious testing too and i i honestly i I think like um it's probably better if you just do like one hour of really just zoning out distractions and focusing on a few games rather than just playing pokemon for a whole day i think the former is probably going to help you get better um than just kind of throwing on some music and mindlessly playing ladder i think like one hour of serious testing is probably more helpful and it's because like you know like i played tennis in high school and tennis really just like rewards um doing the same motion over and over again like i wanted to hit really good serves so i would literally i would just go stand there and i would just hit serves into the empty court for an hour right and i would just get that muscle memory and like obviously pokemon is not a physical Physical, sport but but it's but it's the same it's the same idea of if you do something over and over again um at like if you play a matchup over and over again, right, mm-hmm. you know what to do every time you hit that matchup. And even if you hit, like, a weird scenario, your opponent has a weird tech or you have weird draws or something or there's just a weird board position, if you've played more games 
prior to that, there's a better chance that you've run into that situation before and you yeah. know how to navigate it. Yeah. Um, and I know that Tord, for instance, like plays, you know, when he takes a deck to a regional or, or an IC or whatever, he's logged definitely dozens and usually hundreds of games with the deck. Yeah. So he has like a perfect idea of what to do in just about any situation in any matchup. Yeah, I, um, I, I think you're you're right. Um, good practice, if it's only short, is is great. But I, I also yeah. I am also a believer that a grind grind of just playing the deck over and over, yeah. it, it it's not it doesn't hurt you. It's like oh, it's kind well, of I'm like solo queue. Yeah, I mean yeah. I'm certainly saying it's still a grind. I just think um, yeah. like one thing I was actually debating about with some other players is uh, whenever I play a tournament, I always have to. Because I know that some people play tournaments with music on or something, and I cannot do that no. because I will find myself like, you know, I'll be singing along to the lyrics or whatever. <laughs> I even I've even tried to put like orchestra shit on, and I'm I'm a trumpet player, like I do orchestra, so I even get into that right because I'll be like humming the music or whatever. So I just it needs to be like quiet so that I can actually focus. And so I think if you're just mindlessly playing ladder, but you're like texting your friends and like watching Netflix on your other monitor or something. Right. Um, you're prone to be making misplays. And then if you're just doing that for a whole day and you're just making misplays yeah. over and over again, even no if it's point. like just little micro decisions, um, then that's not helping you because then no. you're going to hit a tournament and you're going to be like, well, I've played 50 games with this deck, but I fucked up in all of them. So it yeah. doesn't help me, does it? Yeah, right? I think, yeah, that's right. Um, if you yeah. are going to take it serious, if you're going to practice and you don't have a testing partner and you're just going to grind ladder, um, mm-hmm. Then yeah, take it serious. Take it serious and yeah. and try to win every game uh, as clean as you can and and note down the game the stuff that you did wrong in in, in yeah. games and that's the yeah. way to do it. Don't mindlessly do it if you're trying to get better. Obviously, you yeah. can mindlessly play if you want to just mindlessly play. But if you're write, trying to get write better, stuff down too for mm-hmm. sure is a huge one. Like just have a Google Doc or even a notebook. Just write shit yeah. down. You know, like it's, that is helpful. It's incredible. It, it's insane how much of an advantage you have if you've played a matchup um, multiple times compared to someone who hasn't. Um, when yeah, I, when, yeah, like when I go into tournaments um, right now, I, 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 I don't even know who I'm playing. I feel it's such a disadvantage <laughs> because yeah. I don't know the matchups. I, I don't yeah. know the matchups and it feels weird because usually I know the matchups, especially when playing in a big event. I'm like, okay, yeah. this is what I do against this. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know at this point. <laughs> so it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. It feels bad. And it, it's such a like easy thing to do. Like, if you get right. a buddy, there's 90 billion different lists of the same deck, ADP or whatever. Get him to play that list and whatever list you're playing, and just play out the matchup five, yeah. ten times. And the advantage you get from just doing that is significant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> I think we can kind of wrap it up on that. I, um, we had a couple of good rants in there. Yeah, it's good rants, and I think uh, a lot of it has to do with um, just growing as a player in this game, especially because yeah. you quit Pokestats and you're becoming um, the greatest Pokemon player ever eventually. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, but, that's the goal, though. Like, right. I always say, like, anytime I go into a tournament, my goal is to win, right? And like, if I don't achieve that goal, obviously I did something wrong. And I need to like go back and fix that, right? Like, yep. and maybe it is true sometimes that you just there's nothing you could have done better, and you just dead drew, and you like whatever. It can happen, but you always have to have the mindset that there was something that you did wrong because yeah. otherwise you're never going to want to improve. And I think that's the most mm-hmm. important like advice I can give to anyone um, who's starting out and wants to improve competitively. Yeah, I uh, I I think I've said this multiple times on the podcast. I don't I don't know. I say a lot of stuff on this podcast, but. I, I'm a fair believer that going into any tournament, you should think you're the best person in the room, even if you're not. But when you sit down, when you go in, that mindset is just so powerful. Being confident yeah. will carry you so much further than not being confident. Um, yeah, it's just it's, certainly, it's crazy. Certainly, with the deck, with the deck you're playing, yeah. you should feel like you are better than anyone else in the world at playing that deck because you've That's grinded it and you know all the matchups. You know what every card in your deck does. Like, that is how I want to feel every time I'm in a regional or something, mm-hmm. right? A, there's no better yeah. feeling than knowing um, when you sit across that opponent and he flips over his card that you know exactly how this matchup should go. 
and yeah. what you need to do. And it takes that person not practicing a little bit for you to be <laughs> this much, yeah. like this bitch yeah. uh, advantage. Like it's over. Exactly. It's over. Like exactly. he might have, it might be a 50, 50 matchup, but you practiced it. And yeah. th- that changes it from a 50, 50 to a 70, 30, because he really doesn't know the matchup. Like, Mm-hmm. there's always those factors and you should try to eliminate those factors for yourself Yeah, uh, as much yeah. as you can. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, what, one more thing I just want to yeah, like yeah. throw out there, I think before we wrap it, um, like, and I, cause I know I've talked, I've given like a lot of advice on this, on this episode just for like new players <laughs> and shit. Cause that's right. something I really like doing. Like I want that to kind of be something I'm known for in the game moving forward. Right. I want to be like a voice people can turn to if they're trying to get, better if people that are just coming into the competitive scene and i know that's true of everyone on undaunted like we want to be that organization where you know regardless of whether you're you just started playing a week ago or you've been playing for a few years but you know you want to kind of get to that next level um we all want to be people that you can just hit our dms uh like even just reply to us on twitter or whatever and we'll be you know just have advice for you or kind words for you um, and like, I talk, I know I talk a lot of shit online and I talk a lot of shit on the podcast, but like, if you hit me up, I'm honestly kind of like just a big softie, you know, like, just like, I, I don't want to be someone that, uh, doesn't have respect in the game. Cause I always want to be helpful for new players or anyone who just wants advice on the game or on life or anything like that. Like always feel free to hit me up. Yeah. Um, and I'll just, I just want to be that kind of guy. Dope. I think, um, I think that's a perfect way to end it. I think um, that goes same for the the three homies on on Faded Town. Yeah, I think Um, so too. Y'all are good guys for sure. I think we're all here just to make people play the game. We want more people playing the game, and and there's the resources out there to be great. Like, just just put in the work, guys. Um, Absolutely. Any you want to finish it out with any other shout outs, Pokestats? Undaunted. I mean, I think, I think, I, I think I've, I've pretty much given it throughout the course of the cast, but yeah, everyone on Pokestats, I mean, obviously, especially Cash for doing what he does. Uh, he's an insane grinder, both in the in the game itself and with the stat stuff. Just could not think of a more like dedicated, hardworking person. Um, and then obviously everyone on Undaunted, too. Uh, I love all you guys. Love testing with you, talking with you. I cannot wait until we have an actual physical event again and right. we can all get hammered in, an air, in a BNB. Um, <laughs> but that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's my shout-outs. Awesome, dude. Thank you for coming on. Um, I'm Anytime. Sure, I'm sure you'll be back. I'm sure you'll be back. You're, I'm sure you're, you, you can't get rid of me, dude. I think I've <laughs> talk, I talk shit about you every episode, so it's good to have you on, man. Thanks again. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Awesome, guys. Well... We'll be back Thursday with a Pokemon breakdown. Um, I'm sure Cash won another event, so we'll talk about that, guys. (laughs) Um, But for now, we're going to scoop it up.